0: Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And today, I don't even know how to say this. This guy that I have on, Damien Boudreau, is going to blow your mind. He is a mentor of mine. He is a really, really good friend of mine. As I stated in my post last night, he's sort of a secret weapon Um, And you're going to understand what I'm talking about here in just a little bit. Stay with us. Make sure you share this out. Please share this out. But stay with us and get ready to have your life changed if you're ready for it. I'll be right back here in just a second with my buddy, Damien Boudreau. And we are back. Let me bring Mr. Damien Boudreau to the show. Damien, welcome, my brother. Good morning. So good. It only took me four years to get you to come on the show, and here you are. Hallelujah. I'm playing the lottery today. It's my lucky day.
1: <laughs> well, we talked about it uh, what two weeks ago when I reached out to you. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I never have done that. Oh, oh I, probably, I haven't you done know. a lot of things." <laughs> you
0: are literally one of my heroes. <laughs> oh, um, I, I, it, well, I mean, look, man, you, you, um, dramatically made a huge change in my life several years ago, and um, just by helping me see things for the way they are, not the way I was projecting them to be. You're an amazing dude and a great friend, and I love you, man. I cannot wait for people to get to know you on this show today. So, so Damien, start with where you were born and raised.
1: Well, well, first of all, let me just go back to when we met. Yeah. So, so you were in a dark space. Dark. And you had been trapped in your yesterdays um. as if they were your moments now. Yes. And they were messing up your future.
0: And my now.
1: (laughs) And your now. Yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, your energies, because of where you were emotionally, spiritually, in the quantum physics, in the quantum energy, because you had those energies, you decided to have those feelings associated with it. Yeah. So I don't remember how long our first conversation was. I do remember it because I felt it when it happened. And I guess it was about 30 minutes in the call. You were like, holy shit.
0: <laughs> Dude, I, I tell the story all the time because I remember it clearly when you said, you said, I- I'm going to try to imitate you with your, your Louisiana <laughs> accent. I, you said, hey, tell me a couple of good things about you. And I said, I I think I came up with one. And and you were like, oh, there's more than that. I want you to write down 60 positive I am statements that are all adjectives. They can't be adverbs. And if you don't know the difference, Google it. And I'll never forget that. And I said, I said, okay. And and I said, and you said, and don't call me back until you've texted me a picture of what you wrote down. And I said, no problem. I'll talk to you in an hour. And I got to 17 of them and I froze. I couldn't go any further. I didn't know anything else. And 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 I thought, well, I'll, I'll get back to this. Two weeks later, you called me and you said, hey, I haven't heard from you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been busy <laughs> and all the uh, Anyway, dude, you're you're um you are on a different level and I I can't uh, again, I I want um I want people because it changed my life. It changed my life forever. So, I thank you for that and I love you for that and and many other reasons.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, the work is is transformational, right? The goal is to teachers and gurus and speakers all tend to think, I'll teach these five pillars, these four things, right? But you're not owning it. And so like your friend, Frank Cremidi, right? I had a visit with him one time and I said, oh, here's what you need to do. It's a productivity one sheet I came up with. And I got him to do the work and it was like, oh my God, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. Because yeah. a, a teacher can tell you what to do all yeah. day long and you may or may not believe it. But until you feel the transformation intrinsically, doesn't matter what happens outside, intrinsically inside of you of how that connects to you, yeah, nothing else matters. Nothing That's else right.
0: matters. Um I, I I totally agree. So st- right. tell everybody where you were born and raised. You're avoiding that 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 question.
1: Okay, well let me let me phrase it this way. Okay. Yeah, first of all, I was born in Lake Charles, Louisiana, I grew up in paradise. I grew up blessed. Um, I grew up with a mom who had a sister, and they were best friends. So they were best friends. So we got to watch siblings love each other, right? And my dad worked with my uncle. And we got to watch siblings work with each other and fight, and argue, and love, and communicate, and compliment, and, and gra- be grat- grateful for, and be in their lane, right? We've got, got to watch sisters be best friends, and talk all the time, and, and visit through challenges, and we didn't even know we were watching all this stuff, you know? It's like, wow. So, I grew up in, hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. When is 60 years not enough time? when do you feel cheated 60 years when is it like man if only I had more time
0: I don't know I know that 60 years seems really really short
1: it's a long time imagine if you worked at the same place for 60 years wow I mean here's when 60 years is too short it's when your first best friend, your first first cousin, passes away. And yesterday, I buried my first first friend. My first first cousin and my first best friend. Our moms were sisters. Wow. Best friends. They didn't want us to be together because we were troubled. We were bad boys. We were unstoppable, fearless, crazy. We did it all. We jumped off of bridges. We caught frogs. We ate snakes. We shot birds. We played with everything. We weren't afraid to jump in the bayou regardless of how ugly it was or how muddy it was or if it was deep or shallow or if it had alligators in it. We (laughs) played full out. In life, people say, don't pick up their log There might be a snake under it. Yeah. My cousin Frank Thompson and I said, we need to pick up that log. There's probably a snake under it.
0: (laughs) Well, Damien, I'm very sorry for um, your loss.
1: Yeah, you know, it's the circle. It is going to happen. It is going to happen to everybody listening to this call. They are going to lose a cherished member of their journey. And it could be your papa first or your godfather. It could be a child. I lost a child. Mm. It could be your mom or it could be your first, first cousin. Whatever it is, mark my word, it's coming. And when it comes Your job isn't to take a pill so you don't feel. Your job is to understand that the sadness that shows up. You know, the boat. I called it the boat. Oh, the sadness boat is here. And I start crying. uh, You know, and I, you know, cry and have grief. And, you know, I'm doing the readings at mass yesterday. And, you know, my brother said, take a picture, take a picture. It'll be the first and last time you ever see him on the altar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm doing the readings and uh, all of a sudden I'm about five of my chunks into the reading. You know, as a professional speaker, I do a really good job of readings. <laughs> and I'm reading it and all of a sudden my chest tightens up and my throat closes up and I'm like, what the hell are you doing here now? I don't need wow. you now. I've got a and, and the, the brain goes – just choke up, bo. That boy right there in that white covered class casket right there in his in his white with his white baptismal gown on top of it, right? Yeah. That boy is gone. And you go, I'm at Frank's funeral. I'm going, I am not supposed to be at Frank's funeral. Mm. This ain't this ain't the road. We supposed to be old men together. We're supposed to be taking our grandchildren alligator hunting and teaching them about catching redfish and specks and showing them how a fly rod works in the marsh and how to outfish everybody. We're supposed to be able to talk about God and universe and creation and our relationship to how peace is and tranquility. Frank used to say, uh, say, what's the secret to a great marriage, Frank, and Frank would say, oh, I'd rather be happy than right. That's a secret. And then they would ask me, Uncle Damien, how come you're not married no more? And I said, well, I got a secret about relationships. (laughs) i like to be right. (laughs) (laughs) You can say yes. And you might not have to do it but if you say no she gonna give you hell till you do it <laughs> <laughs> oh dear lord and so we oh, got God. to be better we both had the philosophy of don't grow up you've heard me say this before don't grow up it's a trap do not be an adult stay childlike <laughs> in your curiosity be a curious little kid who's willing to put his finger in the cake to get the icing. Do it. Don't stop being 12, 12. You're fearless, unstoppable, bold, beautiful. You, you don't have the rules of society that you think you have that, that you thought you created to protect you that in some cases you created in your twenties that you keep in your forties that are keeping your forties from being magnificent you have to understand that your life is a transition from one rule that worked at 18 that doesn't work at 28 that doesn't work at 38 but you've kept the rules around and you don't need to protect the 16 year old anymore the 16 year old is far wiser than the 16 the 16, the person you are now is far wiser than the 16 year old was back then
0: yeah, yeah.
1: every tragedy Every sad moment is a level of growth. This this mindset that I'm fragile, I'm weak, I'm wounded, I'm weeping. Even billionaires complaining about their past. Weepy, wounded, victimized millionaires. You ain't no fragile little piece of glass. You're powerful beyond your wildest imagination and we don't show people how to tap in to that unstoppable beautiful energy that lives within you and that's all i showed you how to do i just asked you a damn question and you opened the door and there's your light oh my god yeah that's me okay let me breathe into that for a little bit and that's all, Ken did.
0: First, wow! You just covered a lot. I don't even know what to say. Um, I'm incredibly sorry for your loss of Frank, and we're gonna play a we're gonna play a video here in a little bit.
1: No um, regrets for me, buddy. I'm telling you. How long. would Frank?
0: How would Frank feel if if let's say let's. Let's pretend that you started moping around in life and, and, and Frank, Frank showed up to give you a, a spiritual visit. What would he say? to you? What would he say to you?
1: It would be what we did. You know, <laughs> one of the advantages of having people long-term in your life is you're anchored to long-term memories. So it didn't matter if Frank and I were 30, 50 or 60, when we got together, we were five. We never left five years old. That's we, awesome. our children, both of our family, I, my kids and his kids both say, it is so fun when y'all already get together. i tell you, I wish I could capture that energy that you two have. Wow. When Andy died, when my daughter died, it was, was it, what, what, what that seven years that you heard me talk about. the magical misery tour, I called it. The magical misery tour is coming to take you away, right?
0: Yeah. So, seven
1: years I'm on this magical misery tour. And Frank and I met often during those uh, demon horrific times that turned out to be the greatest seven years of my life, right? And when you can be fond of your demons and fond of your the events that were marked as the worst moments of your life. And the only way to do that, right? And so there are people who are, have faced tragedy, and then they hide from the tragedy, right? They don't look at the past anymore. They think, oh, God, through that. And they say time will heal all wounds, but yet yeah, time will make you forget about what what the wound felt like. But time does not heal the wound. What heals the wound is when you get on the other side. You know, what what life does and when life drags you through the deepest, darkest bowels of hell and you come out on the other side and you go, oh my God, how am I here? I made it. This is you in our visits, right? And you come out on the other side and you go, what just happened? And so you continue to go forward with your life and the answers don't live forward in your life. And what I encouraged you to do, if you remember, is I taught you to go back into the abyss. Yep. And, and go look, because behind those rocks and weeds and trees and fake facades and mirages that you built, there's beautiful stuff. There's lessons. If it was all my fault, is the statement. Now let's go back there saying, if it was all my fault, what could I have done better? What could I have done smarter? What could I?
0: Uh oh. I think we may have lost Damien. Wow. That sucks. Uh, can can you guys still hear me? Can you hear me? Um, I don't know what happened. His computer died maybe. I don't know what just happened. Okay. well that sucks. Wow. Let me, um, give me, oh, there he's gone. Dag, gone it. Um, well, let's see if he, if he figures out how to get back on here in just a minute. Um, I am incredibly sorry that that happened. He is, Damien is one of the most amazing people when, so several years ago i i was in a really bad spot and um really bad here he is he's back he's
1: back here we go wow something Sorry. disappeared yeah there you are you're back so i'm not sure where you lost me but i was probably in the middle of something
0: i'm not i um you were talking about being in the abyss me being well, in the epidemic. abyss and coming through the other side. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah. And being in the abyss. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me?
0: Okay. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. If it happens again, you might as well play the video.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. I was just getting ready. I was uh, telling
1: them about when we met, but go ahead. Right. So, so uh, in the abyss is where the gold is in the abyss is where the, the platinum and the, the flowers and the, the beauty of life. And when you go back in and you look at all the things that you left behind and you lost and you come back out on the other side, now you can go, okay, what did I learn? What else 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 did I learn? How do I help? How do I share? How do I give? How do I translate that? How do I find a way for people to see that without having to go into the abyss? (laughs) Right? Because I don't recommend the abyss. Right. But that is the beauty of life. Everybody has tragedies. So the tragedy of losing Frank is a blessing. There's no good and no bad. It's all one. Everybody wants to pick sides now. That's really bad. There's no bad. It's really good. There's really no good. Everything is. So
0: you grew up in Lake Charles. And, yeah. and, um, which we know somebody else that grew up in Lake Charles.
1: Yeah. Grant grew up in Lake Charles. I've known him yeah. for over 40 years.
0: Wow. Um, did you go to college?
1: Yeah. You know, it takes two semesters to fall, 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 uh, fail out of college, right?
2: <laughs> Does
1: it? Yeah. I got a point two the first time <laughs> point zero 0.02. It turns out that if there's a party the night before, the professor does not believe it's okay to miss the class the next day. And if it's opening day at duck season or tripping season or the fish are biting, you still have to go to college.
0: Oh, my God. That is so funny. So, so you didn't, you didn't, you didn't finish. You did not finish.
1: I, I didn't finish the first year. So I, well, uh, you, you, I you did better I than I smart. did. I never
0: stepped foot in, into a college. so.
1: Yeah, I wasn't smart. Yeah. I wasn't book smart. I didn't read well. I was a, I was a high-function, as my teachers now describe me, a high function creative who should have been on medicine. And my parents, because dad owned a drugstore, wouldn't put me on Ritalin. Um, he said that's who he is. He's been that way since he was a year old. Uh, he's unstoppable. When he was two, he didn't follow rules. When he was two, he would leave the house and he would go play in the in the woods. He just—it's not that he's not paying attention. It's just that y'all aren't getting his attention. Yeah. And I was in trouble so, a lot. I was in trouble a lot. I was not a good kid. It,
0: somebody texted me. Somebody texted me, you know, Joe Ingram.
1: I've met Joe Ingram. Yes, I know Joe Ingram.
0: Joe's a good buddy of mine. So he texted me and said, you were saying when, when we lost you, um, he was saying that it's my fault. If it's my fault, I can change things, be better.
1: Right. Yeah. If it's all my fault, that's the question. When, whenever you fail. So I got a, uh, I got my I got a dying child. My ex wants a divorce. I wow. get temporary orders to have the, the judge gives me temporary orders to be the custodial parent. She has her, her weekend. She kidnaps the parent kids and takes them to another state. There was moment after moment after moment of me following my kids in tragedy and tragedy and hard set. And the question always came up. If It was all my fault. That's all my fault. I'm not allowed to be a victim. It is not, it, I have to be responsible for the one square foot I'm standing in. I cannot wow. allow anybody to control the square foot. My happiness, my being, my temper, my anger, my behavior, my, uh, my ability to be moral, ethical, and legal in spite of every reason that I'm given to not be in good stead is unacceptable who do I need to be? How do I need to show up? And that's when that's when I first started living that, you know, the manifestation formula is be, then do, then attract, right? Then have or get whatever they say. Yeah. Right? It's, it's been out there forever. I'm, it's not yeah, right. yeah. And in our world, everybody said, you got to, what do you want to have? What do you want to have? What do, what do you want have? This is what you got to do. And they never attach the doing to the being. And the being is more important than the doing. And in society, what happens is we go and have kids get in the car business, for example, and the first 90 days, they're crushing it. And then all of a sudden, they can't sell anything. And they say, well, they got smart. They got their dealer's license. They quit listening. They quit doing it. And that's not what happened. What happened is they quit being themselves, which they Mm. were for the first 90 days because that's all they knew how to be. They knew how to be kin. Just let me begin. Now tell me how to do what I do and you need me to do and still let me be this shiny little object inside that I, you got to see when you did the exercise. Yeah. And when we let people be before they do, now they're congruent and authentic and real and don't need to be fake and will not be seduced into doing something that doesn't fit their values of their highest being.
0: How, uh, let me ask you a question. I want to back up just a little bit because you're talking about taking, and I love this and you, you know, I love this. Um the Taking responsibility for your life, for everything in it. But my question for you is, and, and I knew that your, your daughter had passed away. Um How do you, I, I can't, You know, I have two daughters and you know that. How do you, I can't wrap my brain around that, man. I can't, like, how do you, you can't take responsibility Uh, for
1: that. Yeah. Well, it was easy for me. It was easy. Because when you have a disabled child, when you have a child who is lost in the moment of, making a decision to end their life or is mad at you and takes off in the car and gets in a fatal wreck or has an accident that is fatal that might not be death, but she loses her legs. Right? Hmm. Well, when you have something, you you look for somebody to blame. Early in my life, I look for the blame. Who do I blame? Well, maybe it's I grew up in Louisiana and they got the chemical plants. Maybe it's, I went to Houston and we stayed in this place and it had mold. Maybe we did this, maybe it was that, maybe this, and we find out we have a genetic disorder. Well, what causes genetic disorders? Well, she finds out she has an unbalanced translocation of the seventh and 10th chromosome. What the hell causes that? Who do we blame? Well, first of all, the doctors did incredible stuff wrong. They made mistake after they sent her home to die. I mean, it was two pounds, nine ounces. She was in. She was in the hospital for. Imagine, imagine being in the hospital for nine hundred days, and of that, maybe, maybe four hundred of those days are in ICU. Oh my God! And so, and so, you're constantly battling. So, having money is not important, right? Because you ain't gonna have none. Whose fault is it, Ken? So we do a genetic test on the mama and she's normal. And we do a genetics test on the daddy and he's got a balanced translocation of the seventh and 10th chromosome. So you know whose fault it is? My daughter is sick and dying and painful and struggling and unknowing and gonna die. So she can't die. So I gotta be heroic because if she dies, I killed her. Carry that weight. And you were so unrational. You were so unrational. Is that even a word? My mama is is looking from heaven going, hey, 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 mom, the editor, right? I'm so irrational. I'm so out of reality. Yeah. She's going to live. Y'all going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to stand right frickin' here. Y'all go, what do you want? She don't need that. And the doctors would tell everybody. That boy knows her care better than everybody. He knows her body. I studied it. Because if she dies, I killed her. Wow. And parents do that. They find why they're at fault for the demon of death. And the journey is the same. It It is every tragedy you've ever had in your life weighs the same. If you have children and your lights get t- cut off, in that moment your amygdala gets hijacked. Left brain one goes into full, how are we going to get organized? How are we going to get money? Left brain two goes, you're a failure, and, and, and this is what we're going to do, and they're not going to eat, and they're going to starve, and they can freeze to death. Right brain three is not really communicating, but he's but it's trying to reason with left brain, saying, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. God's going to take care of it. No, no, no. You need, you need to, this is reality, right? And so your brain's not talking. Left brain, right brain aren't talking to each other. So you got this battle of this lobe, this left. I'm over here. This left lobe is 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 kicking the right lobe's ass. And wow, it always the same. Whatever tragedy you're facing, I promise you, it is the most painful thing in the world you could face at any level. How you come out of tragedy how you respond to tragedy, how you trust God, the universe, Buddha, Muhammad, whatever flavor of religion you are, theology you are or not. You trust the universe. You trust the divine because it's got its own plan. You have no control. So you might as well surrender early and accept and go, and you've watched my life. So you know that life flows magically. And how does that happen? And you've seen me practice this, this, this thing of how did that come to be? Well, I just wait for it to happen. I'm, it's a magnet, yeah. right? Yeah, It's the universe. And my energetic frequency attracting that energetic frequency, right? So, so every <clears throat> everybody can overcome every, whatever tragedy it befalls them
0: well let me ask you this and i i mean we're here at this subject we we just skipped pretty much your entire life and now we're in the now <laughs> i'm kidding okay Please.
1: so so we'll go we'll go back you want to talk I'm about what <laughs> i i want
0: to know in your opinion is, Damien, really is the now <laughs> i know that's true so what 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 um here i i I have a question i uh, two questions but i want to ask you this this one first
1: yeah
0: what is what's the definition of of in your your opinion why are we here why are we on this planet why are we here what's the point Love. love huh love Love? That's it. That's too simple. You've got to complicate it a little bit more for me,
1: (laughs) Damien. Look, try these these, um, energies, these characteristics. Love. Compassion. Empathy. Acceptance. Gratitude. Forgiveness. Mm. When you are those words, and there's probably five or four I could add to it, right? When you are those six words, and you can be at peace with those six words, that's success. Success is peace of mind. Success is peace of spirit. Success is peace of 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 worthiness. Not because I have to be impressive, but because With no effort at all, I am intrinsically who I am. And your perspective of that means absolutely nothing to me. I would hope that it inspires you. But if I am altered, if I'm altered by the perception of others to become something that they want, now I'm incongruent. Now I'm out of integrity with the vision of this. Now, if what they want is in line with my vision. Yeah. In line with my characteristics. And the truth is, is intrinsically. We're all the same. Don't tell everybody on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) That is
0: so funny. (laughs) what about the what about I think okay, the why, other side is not why 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 do we all run around um and i i mean i i look i love having money and and what it can do for me and my family and i love but it seems like we're all we are all um trying to get to that next financial level.
1: Oh, yeah. That's how people keep score to show each other how much they have. And yeah, money's important. And abundance is more important. Because abundance means yes, I have money and I have happiness. And I have great relationships with my children. Which means I've got incredible relationships with their children, which is more important than them right now, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> oh, geez. That's funny.
1: <laughs> and I've got great relationship with my siblings. As my mom passed and we worked through some things that we didn't realize lived under the currents of these seven humans that I grew up with, Right that are all brilliant, very impressive people, right? Very smart, mm-hmm. very impressive. If you're trying to look impressive in my family and trying to outrun one of them, you're gonna get your ass handed too because there's some <laughs> impressive people in my my family, right? And then all of a sudden some things, are like, well, the ability to communicate and express your vulnerabilities and apologize, you know? Yeah, I yeah. had to apologize to one of my brothers because I, I didn't realize, but the human that I was, when I was younger was not a good human. I was mean, I didn't give a shit about him. Now my two youngest siblings said, we loved you having a bit, you were our protector, nobody messed with us. Anytime somebody can't, you were Damien's little sister, nobody messed with you. Cause they were afraid of you, right? But I didn't do that for Douglas and Claire. For some reason, mm. Douglas and Claire didn't get that Damien. They got the bully Damien, not the protector Damien. Believe me the characteristics and qualities of both animals are the same. Yeah. The application is different. Ones in love, ones in attack. Wow. So wow. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, so, uh, so yeah, you're 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 um so everybody walking the planet has both of these sides—is that what you're saying? The oh, the loving, yes. the protecting, and the and the 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 bully. <laughs> we're
1: we're all good and we're all bad. <laughs> Understanding you're good is just as important as other. I'll never forget. I was in I was in Hawaii. I used to work in Hawaii uh, for a, a bunch of dealer groups, and I would go there. And one of the CFOs of Delu's Automotive Group, the Toyota store in, in Big Island, was a was a uh, a Buddhist. And I am thrilled with theology. I can't wait to go see Ali again and go to to the mosque and go, okay, let's learn, right? I love learning about Sufism and Quakerism, and and, and I love diving into, you know, when when Grant first got into Scientology, I jumped into Scientology, right? I love learning the things. Does it fit? Does it energetically connect with me? Yes or no? Right. Buddhism really connected with me, right, in really cool ways because it talked about that yin and yin, that yang. And I never forget. I'm sitting. I'm in the. I'm in the uh, Buddhist temple, and we're in this sandpile. I called it. Say, oh, we get to go in the sandpile. <laughs> it's not a sandpile. <laughs> sure, <laughs> it's a sandpile. I grew up next to the park. It's just like this. And so, <laughs> and so oh, we sit down and we play. We talk, and and then he goes. Uh, he showed me. A picture of what at the time looked like two fish going in a circle, right? You've right. seen the white fish and the black fish and is yep. the white fish eating the black fish or the black fish eating. Who's gonna win? The duality of one has to conquer the other, right? And I said, he said, who's gonna win? And I said, I don't, I don't know. I want the white to win. I said, okay, so the white wins. The good wins. What do you have? you have no measure of bad. There is no all good. There truly is no Mm -hmm. all bad. The picture of the two fish is the dance of our life. Measuring awareness, the contrast of good and bad, accepting that where somebody is, that you perceive now in our society, they're bad. It's not bad for them. It just doesn't work for you. And your Mm. judgment of making them wrong for their belief system, what I call the BS, their belief system is just you limiting your beliefs that there are many colors between white and black. There are millions of colors and shades. Michelangelo did not paint the Sistine Chapel with two colors. He didn't paint it with 60 colors. He had thousands of colors in that brain of ears and he knew how to bring those colors together, how to put the oranges and the yellows around the, the sides. So when he put it right in the middle, it sucked your eyes to the center of the chapel day one. Let there Mm. be light. But your eyes were sucked to it because there weren't two colors. It was many colors. Mm. And that is the goal of our life to accept that where people see is perfect for where they are. And on this journey, we are all on different parts of the journey, feeling different energies.
0: Okay so in in everyone we're we're all we all have some sort of a deep desire of something that we want to accomplish while we're here on this planet am i right or maybe. wrong
1: maybe I have friends that I grew up with who grew up in abundance and will have abundance forever <clears throat> who's Whose next level is the next concert they can go to and the next high they can get to, and that's perfect. That's yeah. just exactly where they are. They have no aspiration for uh, the appearance of improving the planet. As a matter of fact, that's government's job, and they have, <laughs> you know, that's they believe that their job is to exist and be happy in this journey. You know, they might want LSU to win, and they might yeah. cheer for LSU, and they will go for the game but they will go whether LSU is 0 and 11 or 11 and 0.
0: Wow. So you don't think everybody's here with a purpose?
1: I think if you find your purpose, this journey is a lot more fulfilling. You have to find your purpose. You have Mm. to have intentionality of a clear, compelling drive. And that might be intrinsically spiritual, emotional, emotional, energetically where I live. It could yeah. be extrinsically the car, the boat, the house, the debt-free, the plane, the, whatever your, the piece of property, the farm, you know, sustainable living, whatever it is, you believe where you believe. And neither, yeah. again, both are right whether your next level is an extrinsic being or the reason that you're shooting for that extrinsic level that's the that's one of the things i do in coaching right they say i want to sell 50 right and i say yeah what does 50 represent because if i can get it to their nobler purpose their nobler cause their being then they transcend They're not just theory and tactics and strategies and processes and maybe get to another level. They transcend the doings and now everything they do is about their purpose that's intrinsic and all of this rises immediately. Their wealth rises, their happiness rises, their health rises, all of that. There's no reason to get massive amounts of money and then lose your family and then be a part-time dad. There's no reason right. to get to the top of the mountain financially, and all of a sudden you die at 60. There's no reason to get to the top of the mountain, and all of a sudden, nobody in your relationship circle wants to be around you anymore, or you don't have friends from your past. I mean, I still, one of my best friends, two of them, Carrie and Laurie, they've been with me since four years old. They, I met them in kindergarten. Wow, we still are. Oh my God!
0: Wow, that's incredible. So,
1: So what do you think? What do what
0: What what do you think? What do you think, Damien? What is holding? And and listen, I, I and you and I have had very, very long and very deep conversations. And I remember thinking just about in every conversation, Good Lord, I wish this was live right now so other people could benefit from this. Um but you know congratulations. I know, right? Here we are. So so but you know I've been homeless and broke and it really sucked and I've been I've been wealthy and and it's it's better for the most part. Yeah. What do you think holds people back in life from achieving real financial success and And I am tying them together, whether you like it or not. Um, And freedom, happiness, like bundling the whole thing up and having it all. What what stops people, man?
1: I would say worthiness. I would say the belief that they deserve peace, deserve abundance, deserve money. Early in my journey, I would get to some success level and then I would hit the sabotage button and yep. blow it up and there yep. it goes and it was almost like but well, you don't belong here what are you doing here you're a backwoods idiot from Louisiana you grew up poor you you don't deserve it. people are gonna talk about it, and I never forget my daddy says says a son you can't be taking advantage of with people like this and I said daddy right. they drive driving from Louisiana I'm giving them everything they want they all know me I promise you they're getting a better deal in Texas than they are in Louisiana they're they're just the reason I'm making so much money is because I do something they don't do in Louisiana, which is treat them like friends, yeah, yeah, and I didn't you know I was told I wasn't worthy to make that much money. I mean, I don't have a college degree. I'm not supposed to make that kind kind of money. you know, first time you make sixteen thousand dollars, the first time you make thirty two thousand dollars, the first time you make sixty thousand dollars, fifty four thousand dollars, you know, specific milestones in my life, and you go. Oh, my God, I, I don't deserve this. And to this day, I make money and I go, just money. It's all replaceable. You, you know, you can take it all away from me. I'm still Damien. I'm going to be just fine. Now, now you can't take it all from me, you know, but, you know, it's it's okay. I'm going to be perfectly fine. Now, how do I help people? See, the living out of your car is the gift. Because in that journey, yeah, you were Forced to look in your mirror, you were forced to feel neglected. Every one of us on this journey who've had events, or demons, or traumas—that's the gold. You know, that's the that's the beauty. That's what you're hoping for is to go back. I have
0: along these lines that you're talking about. It it reminds me of my friend Rami Al Batrawi who lives in Hollywood Hills. He's a billionaire. And here's the interesting thing about Ramey. Dude, you'd love (laughs) Ramey. Ramey's been homeless, living on the streets of LA multiple times. He's lost everything. Literally the private jet, the Rolls Royce, everything. He lost it all and regained it all because he does not give a rat's rear end about the stuff. He doesn't care. He's like, I'll, I'll put it all on the money. I
1: don't care. He, he really I, doesn't. Yeah, my dad had a friend like that in Lake Charles. His name was E.C. <laughs> Hutt. And E.C., man, I tell you, he'd be worth a million and he'd be worth negative a million. He'd be worth a million and, and, and he was the funnest guy to listen. Just money. I'll make it back. I'll find some <laughs> deal. And he was a genius and everybody loved E.C., and uh, and it's, and he was so funny. He goes up. He told us uh, that the city of Lake Charles had did a, a buried a capsule. Right, fifty years from now, we're gonna we're gonna open this capsule up and see what we had Lake Charles's history fifty years ago. And they <laughs> open up the capsule, and it's a check for one million dollars from E. C. Hunt, who's been dead for thirty-five years. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> oh, funny, man. But he crap. had no fear of losing everything, you know? He wasn't protective. It was just a game to him. It was just, it was just let's play. Right now, he wasn't the wisest guy in the planet, but he was adventurous and bold, and he followed his heart. And look, yeah. he had a tribe of people around him, like Dr. White, Jimmy White, uh, um dad i mean he had people around him who they respected ec
0: yeah
1: and you know the governor would come see ec i mean everybody you knew he wasn't gonna be down long and you didn't know why or how yeah but he would figure out you know the the whole park there's a pre and late park that's all his land he donated all of that beautiful park wow at the end of his life in between losing it all and getting it all
0: What, what do you, if if you could give everybody that listens to this, everybody listening right now in the future on the replay, if you could give them two minutes of, of the best advice you would ever offer to anyone, what would that be? What would you say to everybody listening right now? The, the secret to happiness and success is.
1: Um, I would say figure out your purpose. Dream huge when it comes to it. Know your mission, your vision, and then once you know where you're going and why, figure out who you are at your best. That person has a better chance of getting there than the person who believes they're not. Or is trapped in the demons of disbelief and lack of confidence. So you want to step into the human you are in your connection to source, God's image, right? Now, the third thing you want to be aware is when you do that, pay attention to your energy. Pay attention to the spiritual, emotional, physical, mental energy that that generates for you And stay in that quantum energy, that light. Your energy changes the cells in your body. It changes the makeup. There are diseases that can't live in this cell structure that are currently living in the one you currently have. Change who you are, how you see yourself, where you're going. You'll have an energetic change that'll change your whole disposition and you'll go from being 240 to 185 just because of those three things then pay attention to what you do, your habits, your rituals, your processes, how you do things. Does it work for the people you're doing it for? Does it work and is it in alignment with your source of best self? And is it 100% in integrity with the person who is that person at your best? And finally, the biggest key, the underpinning, the foundation of what we all live on is relationships the people in our circle. You want to be around people that are growing, that are loving, that are like you. If you want to be worth millions, hang around people worth more than millions. If you want to be spiritually at peace, hang around with people who are spiritually at peace. If you want to have better health, hang around with people who are better at health. Learn from them, honor them, respect them, be grateful for them, show appreciation for them, and learn how to everything you do. Don't be around negative ass people. Don't get rid of all the sorry ass people in your life, right? There's good in all of them, but some of them serve the purpose years ago that are no longer feeding the human you are now, the spirit you are now. So I would say that would be the two minutes.
0: Let me ask you this, what if, you know, and I may have even said this to you back back in the day, what if somebody? Because uh, everybody says, you know, find your why, find your purpose, go after your purpose, and you know, Simon Sinek has the video out, the the start with why TED Talk, and all that. So, what if somebody doesn't really know how to find their why? Do you know how does somebody find their why, oh, their that's purpose? A great question.
1: They shut up and listen. They don't. <laughs> They just be quiet for a second. Stop your left brain from sabotaging you and, and, and creating organization and, and writing lists. Just be still. Go to a lake, go to a fire, go to a mountain, go to the woods and sit. Frank and I got to do that. Frank and I, when we were younger, we'd go sit by the bayou. And it would we camp, right? We camp right on this little oxbow, right? Because the bass were right here. (laughs) And so we would (laughs) fish right there, right? So we would camp right here. And we would sit up and we'd be up at night and we wouldn't talk. We'd just sit there and look at the fire and watch the bayou go by. And there was no time. And there was no space. And there was no yesterday and there was no tomorrow. And we weren't in in what we wanted or what we wanted to avoid. We just were in the moment of now. The answer to how is to be quiet, to listen inwardly to the person who's been trying to talk to you probably most of your life that you're not listening to.
0: That's beautiful, man. You know, I heard I heard Alex Hermosi on a video the other day um, and he was talking about Grant Cardone and he was talking about billionaires and he was talking about, you know, if you go <clears throat> ask 20 billionaires, what's the secret to success there. And this is one of the most brilliant statements I've ever heard. He said, all 20 of them are going to tell you the secret to success based on their superpower, mm-hmm. based on their superpower. Not yours. It may not be your se- your superpower. And that's one of the most brilliant things I've ever heard anybody say because it's
1: true. Yeah. And I can tell you, I've watched Grant for longer than anybody, probably except maybe his brothers, right? The, the yeah. People who yeah. he grew up with, right? And I can tell you, you might like Grant, you might not like Grant, you might hate Grant, you might love Grant. Doesn't matter. I have watched that boy. My whole life. I, I've made the joke. If Grant says he's gonna move that building, that move we can't move a building. My recommendation is just move out the way because the building is going to move. I don't know how it's gonna move. I don't know how that bastard does it, but it's going to move. But he here's his superpowers. He is he is the hungriest learner in my earliest life that I watched professionally. Yeah. He yeah. was He was watching videos. He was reading books. He was practicing. He was studying. And people think, well, you know, he's changed. He ain't changed. He is the same hungry. You know, I I made the joke about Grant. He doesn't want all the land. He just wants the land next to his, right? (laughs) And he's he's brilliant. He is viciously independent. He understands how he thinks. He's charismatic, more charisma yeah. in his finger than I got in 12 of my bodies compressed <laughs> into one. Love him. Love yeah. what he does. Now, I don't see eye to eye with a lot of things that he does or is, but that's okay. That's perfect. He doesn't yep. understand me probably at all, but that's okay. We can have respect for each other based yeah. on the fact that our journey started in the same hometown drinking the same water he had tragedies early i had them later he overcame his demons he looked in the mirror he had to he had to put his jacket on and gut up yep. he faced failure over and over again and pulls it out and goes i got this shit yep in a way only grant could do for grant and then he has this ability to communicate where you believe you could move the mountain yes and, and you can't so quick <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm> just... <laughs> oh my god
0: <laughs> oh that's funny yes you uh, yes. can don't he's, listen he's, to it man
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's brilliant he, he's a good guy and i've always yeah. had a lot of respect for him and and, um, but you you teach you the know, same thing Daniel. he's inspired me right
0: you you teach the same thing bro i, I i'm sorry but you you do and and I, because you wake people a- up to who they are
1: yeah. yeah he does the same thing he right and we do it different but he's he's you do. i respect him i love who he is i will always tell people you know, you can hate all of them, but you should listen to them while you hate
0: me. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, so dude, I, like you are, um, first off, I, I, you know, the fact that you buried your best friend, your first cousin yesterday, yeah, I did that guy, when yeah. I was, I did the same thing when I was 18 or 17. My, my first cousin, best friend I grew up with was yeah. killed in a car accident at 18 years old. He was a little bit older than me. And, and, right. um. It was, it was terrible. You know, now looking back, I understand it, but anyway, the fact that you buried your best friend yesterday and you're on here today, just being Damien, just laughing and (laughs) and having a good time and, um, and teaching people unbelievable wisdom. The people that need to hear what you're saying are here. They're here. And, and they're they this what a lot of what you say, I can promise you, and you already know this too, it goes right over the heads of a lot of people because they're just not ready to hear it. They're not yeah. ready to hear it. But yeah. dude, you are one of the most genius, authentic, real uh, mentors and teachers that's ever come come into my life, and I'm wow. grateful for you, man.
1: You gonna play the video of my cousin so people see I'm going what I love? To. I'm yeah, going y'all to. love, oh. listen, there's a Frank Thompson in y'all's life. My, my request is that you reach out to the six or five Frank Thompsons in your life that you grew up with that you might've not talked to in 50 years and to call them and talk about their favorite subject themselves. Just reconnect. Your soul will be better for it. Their life will be better for it. And you deserve connection like that in your life, like I was lucky to have with my buddy Frank Thompson. Let's
0: watch. Let's watch this um, this video here. Here we go. I'm gonna mute my mic so we don't get any feedback. In
1: 1897, nothing happened.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny.
2: Welcome to my studio, it's more than just a magic show, I work with glass and metal and such, art that's cool that you want to touch, I cut those pieces and fired the glass, and when I'm done it adds some class, the colors reflect in a certain way, glows at night and shines by day, for 35 years I've worked with glass, seen a lot of stuff and taught the class. We are a group of friendly staff, we love our work and can make you laugh. I like glass jokes, they crack you up, you can see right through that bad stand-up. It's no reflection on me and my brain, it always ends up being a pain. Smashing sense of humor have I, and also known as a weird class guy. 2WG, that's me. My wife Eva is the manager, she makes me lists so work can occur. She organized this and that you know to get things ready for the art class show. She pays the bills and buys me stuff like a dong and a skeleton in the buff. Esther is the apprentice girl. She helps make art and does a twirl. Picks of pieces she posts online. Pinterest stuff can take up time. She cleans my mess and sweeps the floor and at the end of the day she photographs more. Owns is a mascot skeleton dude He's cheap to keep cause he needs no food He stands around for oh so long Then uses a mallet to ring his gong He always smiles to welcome you And wears a hat to hide his dude We travel in the Big Van go Going to the Gulf of Mexico East Coast, West Coast and in between Just get up and go with a little caffeine We have to go on a long travel run So why don't we have some fun? We find these shows applying on Zap Pay those fees, give the mouse a tap Sometimes you win and some you lose Not in can cause the blues we go to the show and set up tent we work for hours until i'm spent we sell our art from morn to night then go out to eat and that's all right we stay the night in a grand hotel then wake up refreshed and feeling swell eva and me we say hello and sometimes win that best of show Well, that's the tour of the studio. There's more to come than the status quo. With buildings here for various use, I could think of stuff when feeling loose. The glass is shown in our gallery. Give a call so, so you can see. see.
1: My buddy.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: That's my cousin.
0: That's amazing, man.
1: We uh, loved each other more than you can imagine. And our kids loved each other because we loved each other because our moms loved each other. (laughs) So love is three generations deep. Our parents, us, our children.
0: It's, It's all about love.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It really is.
1: Seems like I said that earlier.
0: (laughs) I know you did. You did. I, I, um, my, my buddy, um, Steve Rizzo that I'm doing the Sunday night show with now. Um, that's the entire theme of his book conversations with Bob, which you should read. You would, you would love it because he's, it's uh it's funny man steve rizzo I, I don't
1: i don't read good is it on audible not
0: yet i'm i'm i, I literally talked to him yesterday steve used to have a special on showtime he worked with rodney dangerfield he's oh he's, wow he's a I big, wish, big deal man. i wish i could
1: read it i i my brain goes i read a paragraph and my brain goes on a three-page rabbit trail <laughs> and I missed three pages. It's like I, I'm I I man. I don't I need to be reading. It, it's just frustrating to me. So I listen, and I when I do yeah. read, I underline as I yeah. go.
0: Yeah, yeah, Anyway, it's a, it's a, it, it, you know the the end of his book. It, it, you know he talks about the song "All We Need Is Love." Yeah, like that's that's what we need, yeah. man. That's what yeah. we need. Um, Darlene says that was awesome and awesome yeah he was in
1: austin houston he was an awesome awesome human darlene uh if if you're gonna get to grow up with a with a best friend it might as well be somebody like yourself and doesn't follow rules and jumps off bridges and lifts every log looking for the snake because curiosity and adventurous and fearless is the road to happiness and success safely i might add
0: yeah Damien Boudreau, you are by far one of my favorite humans. I love you and and I I genuinely am am so grateful for you man.
1: Love you, buddy. Thank you for having me finally.
0: Thank you for being here. <laughs> no, seriously, thank you for being here and 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 stay with me if you would. I'm gonna end the yep. live stream. But um, everybody who's watched and shared this out, thank you all, every single one of you. I love you all. I appreciate you. And I know Damien appreciates you as well. So thank you. See you guys later.